Good morning, Cornerstone Church. And welcome to many of you who may be dialing in um, for the service that we may not even know. It would be kind of fun if you, um, if you want to, to just type in the comment section where you're dialing in from, and that way we can kind of enjoy that. Um, also, welcome to my living room, because um, that's where we're broadcast or streaming from this morning, and we're going to figure out from week to week what are the best ways to do this. How do we describe what has happened in the last few weeks in our, um, in our world? Unprecedented is a word that is being used a lot. On Friday this last week, one of my daughters called me and, um, and she said essentially this. She said, Dad, I woke up today and listened to all the cascading news of states of emergency and colleges and universities closing their campuses, borders being sealed, nations going into lockdown, and the hospital situation in Italy. And she's a hospital social worker. She said, I know how few ventilators we have in hospitals in the USA. And dad, I feel the ground shaking under my feet and it's not okay. A lot of us have had some of those kinds of feelings over the last few weeks and maybe in particular this last week. It's something we've never faced before. There are so many unknowns. What is going on? And it feels like we are living in a new reality. This morning, in just a few moments of this devotional, I want to remind us of two spiritual truths for unprecedented times. I want us to remind us first of the law of the harvest, and then second, I want to remind us of what I'm calling the law of holding hands with our Heavenly Father. First, the law of the harvest. The law of the harvest is mentioned a lot of places in the Bible. It's in the book of Proverbs a number of times, which is, is one of the primary wisdom books of the Old Testament. The prophet Hosea refers to it. Jesus spoke about it, as did the Apostle Paul in a number of places, as did James. Law of the harvest is not complicated. It's basically cause and effect. It says that the seeds we plant in our lives will determine the harvest that we reap. The law of the harvest applies to our lives for both good and bad. This is how the Apostle Paul talks about it in Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 through 10. He writes, you will always harvest what you plant. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will harvest or reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of faith. And I love how the prophet Hosea talks about the law of har the harvest. He says in Hosea 10:12, plant the good seeds of righteousness and you will reap the fruit of unfailing love. So what does the law of the harvest have to do with COVID-19? Simply this, we have an opportunity before us that is unprecedented, that we don't get very often in our lives to plant some new seeds in our lives, to reap 
some different harvests. Um, have you ever wondered which kind of wish you had a pause button in your life? Where you could hit pause and then your life would slow down so your soul could catch up to you? Well, for many of us, this pandemic is giving us a pause button. It is not giving us giving a pause button to everyone. And so we want to encourage you, pray for our healthcare workers, pray for the scientists, pray for leaders who are trying to figure out solutions to this problem because they don't have a pause button. For most of the rest of us, we've been given a pause button. Another way to talk about the law of the harvest is this. We shape the rhythms of our lives and then the rhythms of our lives shape us. Let me say that again. We shape the rhythms of our lives, and then the rhythms of our lives shape us. So here's an application of this biblical spiritual truth of the harvest and, and planting and sowing good seeds and, and really developing new rhythms in our lives. Um, during the weeks and maybe months ahead, we get to do some stuff that we would love to do, but we keep telling ourselves that we don't have time to do in our lives. We can actually start to do some of those things. So want to get caught up on reading, some fun reading that you've wanted to do. Now may be a great time to do that. Do you want to get in better physical shape? There's an opportunity for us. We have the time to do our exercises. and. Um, and on the way by, we can all try to eat a little more, a little more cleanly. Um, go outdoors. I don't know about you, but many springs in my life, I get to the beginning of, of summer and I think, where did spring go? Because it happens so fast. This spring, we can slow down. Notice the buds on the trees. Notice the first spring flowers, because so many spring flowers come and go. There is a color of green on the, in the leaves of trees that is very different in the spring. This is a time to take walks along the Charles, to get out on a bicycle, get out in nature, keep your social distance, but this is a great time to explore God's creation um, like we haven't been able to before. Here's another idea, um, sleep more. Sleep is, I mean, sleep makes us all better people, all right? And, and Psalm says that God gives sleep to those he loves. And the nice thing about doing more exercise and sleeping more is it also strengthens our immune system for if or when we get this virus. A couple other ideas. Do something artistic. Exercise another part of your brain. I don't know, do some drawing. Um, watch some different kinds of movies. Um, Pick up photography, watercoloring. It doesn't matter, but start to look at the world through the eyes of our creator God as you strive to do something creative. If you love museums, this is a great time to Google, Google arts and culture. Okay, Google, search Google arts and culture. And there are like, like 1,200 museums that have their collections available. And what a great time to explore. Maybe it's time and an opportunity for you to learn a new language or get more proficient in one that you, um, you already maybe know. Read or listen to the Bible. You have more space in your life probably than you've had before. This might be a good time to memorize either a verse or a, a passage or maybe even a chapter of the Bible. Um, 
this is a great time because a lot of you are going to work from home. Listen to the Bible being read on your phone and just soak in what you hear. Another idea, because we have more space probably, is maybe you can go beyond just listening to or reading the Bible and meditate on it. Maybe this is a time to spend more time with fewer verses. Perhaps there are new devotional books that you could explore or become familiar with. One that I'm recommending a lot these days is one that's called All That Is Made, and it's digital, so you can go to alabaster.com and, and work your way through it. Um, there are so many great devotional um, works that, that have been written over the centuries. If you've never read Oswald Chambers' My Utmost for His Highest, maybe it's time for you to do that. And then you can share. As you find resources that work for you, you can share them with others. This might be a great time to research some area of injustice that has bothered you for a long time and that you've realized that you wanted to, to get a grip on. Um, if you've taken the Gifts and Calling class here at Cornerstone, great time to do that homework assignment I leave you with, which is do the biblical study on your spiritual gifts and think of how to develop your gifts and your holy calling so that your life at the end of this coronavirus, so that your life is more having the impact that God uniquely made for your life to have. Um, we don't have, especially if we're working from home, there's no excuse anymore to not pause three times a day, morning, noon, and afternoon, to intercede for what's going on in our world and to listen in prayer for what God would say. Lots of times we say, well, we're working in an office, we, that it's too disruptive. We can now pray the hours in our life. We could actually um, set aside time to be still and know that God is God. For one thing, our leaders and the vulnerable need our prayers more than ever before. And for another thing, we need to hear the voice of God perhaps more than ever before. This is a time to look out for each other, a lot. This is a time to text. I, I'd recommend maybe you text at least three people a day with words of encouragement or maybe a prayer. I'd suggest that you dial in at least one friend a day, maybe just for 10 minutes or 15 minutes, to take care of each other. A new seed or rhythm that many of us could sow in our lives is asking others if there's any way that we can help them. Actually putting words to it and, and pausing and letting them know that we actually really mean that. That's what Paul's talking about in Galatians 6, about doing good to everyone. So let's ask one another, how can I help you? How can I encourage you? How can I bless you in, um, in your life right now? And that applies to friends, it applies to family. Um, and by the way, most of you are, are young and your parents are older and more vulnerable. Please get in touch with your parents. Ask them how you can bless them or serve them in some way. And then the flip side of that, asking people how you can help them, another seed or rhythm to put in our lives is to maybe start to practice letting people help us. When someone asks you, how can I help you? Actually giving them something that you, we all want to be so self-sufficient and we don't want to be a burden to others, but what we really do when we're all self-sufficient and not a burden is we rob our community and our friends of the blessings Paul talks about when we do good to one another. Um, let's not be frantic in this, because I don't want to replace <laughs> um, a certain kind of frantic life with a different kind of frantic life. This is a good time to practice 
Sabbath keeping in deeper and more profound ways so we harvest its fruit in our lives. Uh, these are just a few ideas. They may or may not be the right ones for you, but we have an opportunity with the law of the harvest to sow different kinds of seeds, to create rhythms in our lives that start to create different souls and hearts for the world. Um, so again, the words of the Apostle Paul, we'll go on to the second law. This is again Galatians 6. Let us not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of faith. So that's the first spiritual truth that I wanted to share with you, the law of the harvest. The second spiritual truth I want to share with you, I'm going to uh, take from a different scripture, and I'm calling that the law of holding hands with our Heavenly Father. And the scripture here is Isaiah 41, verses 8 through 10. Let me read it to you, and then I'll explain the law of holding hands with our Heavenly Father. Isaiah 41, verses 8 through 10. You, Israel, my servant, Jacob, my chosen one, descended from Abraham, my friend. I have called you from the ends of the earth, saying, you are my servant. For I have chosen you and will not throw you away. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. And I don't want to do this, the theology lecture here, but suffice it to say that if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, you are spiritual children of Abraham. And so what God speaks to the children of Abraham applies to you and applies to me. Um, and the point here, our loving Heavenly Father, who has chosen you to be one of his servants, will not throw you away. In the COVID-19 pandemic, and in every uncertain time of your life, it's time to hear the voice of our Heavenly Father saying this, I have called you. You are my servant. I have chosen you and will not throw you away. Don't be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. Perhaps you remember a time when you were a little child and you were afraid. Maybe there was a storm. Um, maybe you had a nightmare. Perhaps you remember your mom or your dad coming to you and just the sound of their voice calmed your fears. And even at my age, I still miss the voice of my dad. Times when I'm afraid or uncertain, I still miss his voice speaking and calming me as his son. Um, hear the voice of your father. Uncertain, it's always good to hear the voice of our Heavenly Father, but in uncertain and scary times, it's even more important for us to stop and listen and hear his voice. This is a time and an opportunity for us to hear the voice of our Heavenly Father more than maybe we have for a long time. Skipping a couple verses in between because they would just distract you. 
Let me read to you Isaiah 41, verse 13. Because God knows that it's challenging when we're anxious and when we're afraid. And his voice to us when we're anxious and afraid is not harsh and it's not judgmental, but it's soft and it's calm and it's comforting. So listen to just a few verses further from what I just read. And listen to the gentleness of your heavenly Father's voice when he says, For I, the Lord your God, I hold your right hand. It is I who says to you, Fear not. I am the one who helps you. For I, the Lord your God, I hold your right hand. It is I who says to you, fear not, for I am the one who helps you. I may have shared this story before. Some of you may have heard it. The story of the little child that is walking with her father across a field. And the field is very bumpy. It's recently been plowed. And, and the little girl is holding on to her daddy's hand and reaching up. And then, and then she stumbles, a toddler stumbles. And then when she stumbles, she starts to let go of her daddy's hand. And her daddy reaches down and and holds her so she won't skin her knees. And then after just a little bit, the daddy says to his precious daughter, you know, dear, instead of you trying to hold my hand, if you let me hold your hand, I will keep you from falling. That's what God is saying in Isaiah 41, 13. He's not saying in times like this, do your best to hold on to him. He knows that when we stumble, we will lose our grip. And instead he's saying, let me hold on to you. Times like this that are unprecedented are not times for us to dig down deep and try to find something inside of ourselves to make us strong. They're times to be still and to let our loving Heavenly Father hold on to us so that we will not fall. When we stumble, and we will stumble, when we get anxious, when we get fearful, it's time to let him hold us. The law of holding hands with our Heavenly Father in times of crisis and anxiety and fear is to let him hold us. What that means practically is that we stop multiple times during the day. And when we find ourselves fearful or panicking in some way, we stop and listen for his voice because I guarantee you, your loving Heavenly Father, when you are scared, he will come and find you. Stop long enough for him to find you and comfort you with his voice. And this is what his voice will sound like. You are my servant. I have chosen you and will not throw you away. Do not be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. My child, I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who says to you, fear not, for I am the one who helps you. COVID-19 is an unprecedented time. And in so many ways, it really is not okay. But as followers of Jesus, in this unprecedented time, in every unprecedented time in our lives, this is time to lean into the opportunities of these two biblical spiritual truths. The law of the harvest to sow new seeds and new rhythms 
into our lives to reap different fruits, the fruits of righteousness and unfailing love, and the law of holding hands with our Heavenly Father to listen for his voice when we, when we need to hear it the most. Will you pray with me? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the times change. Sometimes the earth shakes under our feet, but you do not change. You are the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Father, you are still the almighty creator of this ever-expanding universe. You made us and love us and pursue us. Jesus, you are still our savior and the leader of our lives. And Holy Spirit, you are still dwelling within us, reminding us of all truth, guiding our decisions, comforting us in times of trouble. Help us to sow new seeds and new rhythms and help us to pause until you come and find us like a perfect daddy with your voice of calm and quiet and assurance so that we know anew that you are holding on to us and you will not let us go. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.